to another Welcome to Pottercast, the official podcast of the Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. You hear that, uh? The Leaky Cauldron. And now, Leaky's own, Melissa and Ellie. Hey Potter Perennials, Melissa here, and we are all the way at Pottercast number 50. To celebrate, we have a big anniversary show where Sue, John, and I go over our favorite moments from the past 50 weeks of Pottercast. We also have an interview with Lisa Holton on Scholastic about the recent events at Radio City Music Hall with J.K. Rowling. And that's about it. It's a nice, calm relaxing sort of show after the past leaky mug craziness. So we hope that you enjoy. Sit back and remember our year with Pottercast. This podcast is brought to you by the new hit series Veronica Mars, Season 2, now on DVD. Veronica is a smart and fearless 18-year-old private investigator apprentice dedicated to solving tough mysteries in the seaside town of Neptune. Discover Veronica Mars, Season 2, now on DVD. Listening to the news? Again? As if a normal boy cares what's on the news. Hello everyone, Sue Upton here with the latest in Harry Potter news headlines for you. In what comprised a magical two nights at Radio City Music Hall in New York City, author J.K. Rowling appeared at a charity event where she delighted the audience with a reading from Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Joe read passages from Chapter 13 concerning the first meeting of Professor Dumbledore and a young Tom Riddle. Along with authors Stephen King and John Irving, Joe also answered a range of questions including some about the importance of wands, and Petunia, what Hermione would see in the mirror, shipping wars, and much more. She also confirmed that, yes, indeed, Dumbledore is dead, and said she almost changed the title of Book 7 earlier that day, but she declined to give us the title of the last Harry Potter book. The charity event, which included appearances from such celebrities as Whoopi Goldberg, Tim Robbins, Kathy Bates, Jon Stewart, among others, was attended by more than 6,000 book fans each night, with the proceeds benefiting the Haven Foundation and Doctors Without Borders. For complete coverage of both nights, please click on leakynews.com for much more. In film news now, Warner Brothers has announced that the film version of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince will make its debut in theaters here in the U.S. Thanksgiving weekend of 2008. While no director or cast has been formally announced as of yet, WB did confirm a release date of November 21, 2008 for the sixth Harry Potter film. Speaking of movies, filming has indeed resumed on the fifth Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, and we saw our first glimpse of Dan Ratcliffe filming on set in London as what appeared to be photos of rehearsals for the Privet Drive scene involving Dudley are now online. Also, there was a second report in photos of filming scenes in Virginia Waters involving McGonagall and some of the students, such as Tom Felton's Draco Malfoy, being recorded lakeside. You can see photos from both of these events in our galleries. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix is due in theaters next July. Finally, we now have our first preview date for the stage production of Equus, starring Dan Ratcliffe and Richard Griffiths. Previews of this play will begin on February 16, 2007, and will be produced in London. We still have no ticket info or venue firmly set yet for this play, which will star the young Harry Potter actor, and we will update with more on this when we can. And as a final reminder, our galleries are also now updated with many photos from Pottercast's trip to Las Vegas and New York, and you can see complete coverage of both the live leaky mugs in our galleries. So, for the most trusted name in news and information on all things Harry Potter, be sure to click on leakynews.com, which is updated daily. And now, on with the show. 
Welcome, welcome to another <laughs> Pottercast. Pottercast. Pottercast 50. Potter. We're 50. 50. 55 It is our golden anniversary. Send us gold, people. Gold. Send up flowers to Fitty. We're 50 years 50. old. 50. Fitty. I'm Fitty. Fitty's getting some flowers this week. Yeah. Well, it's 50. God, guys. 50. Did you no. ever think? I no. never would have thought it. Except for during 49 when I had a feeling we'd record yeah. another one. Yeah. Yeah. Smarty. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, we we got here. We finally got here. It's number 50. A year ago, stuttering and stumbling and making all sorts of mistakes and sound quality disasters knowing absolutely nothing about podcasting but deciding to do it anyway we've now yes. still know nothing about podcasting but we're doing <laughs> but it we, anyway and we, but, but we have better microphones right. we have better microphones we have better <laughs> audio equipment changed. yeah exactly and we've now done it 50 times wow we have for better or for worse we've actually done it like 65 times to be honest right because all the for serious Mug casts and mini mugs and yeah, mugs and, and cat dogs and yeah, muggle casts and <laughs> extras and where, where did the cat dog come from? I don't know. That's when we were, right the first time we did a, a, a it was, they, they weren't called leaky mugs then. The first time we did a joint oh, show with right. muggle cast, somebody went, "Welcome to leaky muggle." Cat dog. <laughs> I don't know where the cat dog came from, but the cat dog is the unofficial mascot for the leaky mugs. Right. That's gonna make some bad fan art. I love the cat dog. Oh, okay. Anyway, we have we are. a quieter special show because honestly, I can't take any more noise after the past three weeks. Really? Yeah. I can't oh, imagine so why. Noise. My God. Three weeks with seven a team of seven boys, like my own personal all male Brady bunch. Oh. Just all over. Which one am I? Hmm. Which one do I get to be? You're so. I don't know. <laughs> don't say. Don't say, Cindy. You're Jan. Don't you dare <laughs> say Jan. Marsha, 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 Marsha. No. John, John, John. I'm probably. You're. I don't know which one. Which one was the little? Was the little boy Brady? Uh, Bobby. Bobby. I guess so. Bobby's I'm at least a I'm at least a Peter. Yeah, I'm probably cool, Greg. Man, I got oh, cool Greg is collar. And I, I think get all Andrew the would be the Bobby. I think Ben would be the oh. Greg. I don't know about the ladies thing. Ben, with ben. be the Greg. Who's the oldest looking one? Now maybe that'd be Emerson. I don't know who's Kevin. I anyway anyway this is Pottercast. Let's. I know we've been doing leaky mugs oh, all over the freaking world for the past three weeks. So this yeah. is indeed Pottercast, but we have. God, guys, what do we have this week? We're going to just basically sit here quietly, quietly, right. because we've met, I've probably met 2,500 of you in the past three weeks between the Scholastic Podcasts and the Live Leaky Mugs, right? That's a lot of fans right there. That's then. a lot of fans right there. And we're going to sit here quietly and discuss the news. Well, not too quietly, because that's boring. It yeah. is boring. But then we're going to go over some of our favorite bits of the last year of shows the last 50 potter casts we're gonna just nice. throw out throw out the normal format and go don't you love clip shows well, clip shows are fun clip shows are like are like when the cosby show didn't want to put on an episode so they so I they know. so they showed you all the funniest parts of the whole year that exactly people tune in thinking they're gonna get some something new and then they turn on and they're like oh dang it's repeats or like when when lost has no more 
to oh, show you. They, they do. Oh, it's going to be bad next year, though, too. 13 yeah, weeks yeah. in between. 13. Anyway, oh, anyway, this, okay. this, this, this is our version of a bad Cosby show. Yeah, yes. here we go. <laughs> which one do, Which one are you, Sue? So, uh, Who am I? I Cosby? You're Rudy, I You're think. so Rudy. <laughs> you are so, you're Rudy in every way. <laughs> I think I'm Rudy's Theo. little friend, the silent one. Okay. The chubby silent one. Aww. <laughs> who no. ran out the door Sorry. when they blew up the... the, the, the anyway. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Anyway. I'm actually anyway. about Harry Potter, and we talk about Harry Potter sometimes. Sometimes. Well. Yeah, we do. Well, yeah. let's... Why don't we talk about some Harry Potter now? Okay. There is, believe it or not, some news this week. Yeah, there for is. Serious? One really cool piece of news we just got confirmed for Hapla, or Harry Potter and the Hapla Prince movie. Oh, my gosh. Or and no, you know what? The, go ahead, John. The... The Flash countdown is on its way. Yes. It's it? all of you it can have your Get working on it. And- Get cracking. Come on. When I saw that the date was confirmed days. for the sixth movie, it was the Had first about- thought in my mind was, oh, no. We just put out a countdown. I don't yeah. want to put out another one now. I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to add in really small numbers <laughs> the countdown. Footprints. <laughs> <laughs> right on I mean, it. but two really Two years out? I mean, good grief. I thought, I thought, you know, next year when we did the Order of the Phoenix would seem like, but wow. November yeah. 21st, 2008. Well, does, it, does it seem to anybody else like we're inching on tying loose ends and firming mm-hmm. things up for the, the end of the series? Like they're planning out the rest of the Harry Potter movie series? Well, probably. Yeah. Most of them. Well, it would be smart if they would just sit there and get the contracts for those kids for the rest of the movie. Well, well you'd have to just lock I, them in tight now. I don't think, John, that anybody at Warner Brothers has. I, I don't think it's as far stretched to think that people at Warner Brothers are thinking along those same lines, right? Well, no. I you mean, know? I've talked to. I mean, I got a call from serious Blacks people. <laughs> oh, yeah, they've been saying about <laughs> they're worried about not getting his contract for for the sixth film. Yeah, because uh, he's serious. Really the goals. Oh, <laughs> really hoping that oh, they get back to him favorite soon. Moments. Because... <sighs> <sighs> there we go. I'm so <laughs> I love that guy. Anyway, um, yeah, it's 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 been confirmed two two years out, and if. The pattern continues. The seventh and final Harry Potter movie, which is considered by many fans to be the signal of the end of the first era of Harry Potter. The end of time. Well, will be the summer of 2010. Oh my wow. God. Think about that. It's only sure four years from be. now. It's only three where and a half years. Be. Well, no, it's about four years from now. Where will we be? I'm gonna, I know where I'm going to be. Where? <laughs> Where's that? <laughs> I'm afraid oh, to yeah. ask. I don't know. No, that's. I don't want to. I want to put the, the. Put a jinx on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, hopefully, I'm gonna have my little name in those little credits there in 2010. You just put the jinx on it, just right then. No, it's okay. I just said hopefully. I didn't say I'm going to. It's be. going to. We're hopefully. thinking positive vibes. Okay. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so 2010 for the end of Harry Potter, guys. Wow. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. It's, it's gonna be sad. Well, we're gonna have to close the site. I'll you you know you were talking. In, oh God. It'll be podcast two hundred for gosh sake. I'm holding. I'm holding at my current age, so I'm not going to age. Just saying that. Actually, podcast two hundred and fifty <laughs> by then. Oh my god! I really? Think we're definitely never going to do that. Don't anymore. say that because when we get to podcast two hundred and fifty, you're going to say, "Oh, geez, man." <laughs> I said we'd never if get we here. If we do two hundred effing more podcasts, are you serious? Could wow. you imagine? Oh my god! No. <laughs> what the hell will we talk about? I think 
that the one thing we're really not concerned about here on podcast is a lack of things to talk about. No, that's true. Oh <laughs> we tend I to mean, just... how many more people can be free and how many more people <laughs> can be Mr. You know, Bloods? Can we can we say that we like in foreign accents? No, we can do it. Oh, we can do okay. it. Come on. Well, okay. November November twenty first. November twenty first for the sixth film. What else is going on this week? Well, you know, this kind of ties into what you're saying about the cast and what they're gonna be doing. Um Mr. Radcliffe will be doing Equus, the play Equus, Ooh. with Richard Griffiths, which is pretty exciting. And now we got a preview date of the first, what, what, what was that date, Melissa? Was it February 16th? February 16th, 2007. Yeah. I think they were handing out little cards for Equus on Las Vegas on, on top of the bushes. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Weren't they? <laughs> you had to call the number? Uh, Not yeah. funny, John. Oh. No, Equus is actually an amazing show. Don't da- don't downgrade it like that. I'm sorry. See, cause, because you're playing right into what the media did immediately. Well, what do you expect from me, for God's I sake? I expect a little class, just a little. You, you think I'm cultured enough to know what the heck an Equus is? Oh, yeah, I think you're cultured enough not to make it into something it's not, that, not to it's do what like, all the rest of the media in the world are doing. I think I'm 80% of the Potter audience that's like, what in the world is this all about? No, it's, an, it's no, a very, very serious No, absolutely not. I think the Potter audience play. is a lot smarter than that. Are you kidding? Yes, I, I think we have All a very right. good audience. Maybe the leaky audience. Yeah. No, I'm rock. talking about a Potter audience. They understand that this is a very this this he wouldn't be doing a trash show. Equus is an excellent, unbelievably complicated right. piece right. of drama. And I don't Dan think anybody with half a brain in their head would think that it was anything but something worthy of Dan Radcliffe's free time. Right. Sure. To be honest. I mean I understand, but but if they did think that how can we blame them when all the media does is say star of Harry Potter should be naked on stage? Star of Harry Potter. Whoa, star- wait, 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 wait. He's going to be naked. Well, on stage? in many stagings, yeah, it, fe- it does feature the main character naked. It doesn't mean that his will. It really that. doesn't mean that his will. And in many stagings, it features some other graphic things as well. That you know, right. this, again, it doesn't mean that he will do it. I gave him a lot of credit for taking this on because, I mean, this is a role that you, I mean, you have to act. You just, you can't like kind of like coast your way through as an actor. I mean, Mm -mm. you, you, and, and I just thought, you know what? Good for him because that takes a lot of courage to do this play. And I I don't know. It really does. Especially being known as the, the, the wholesome boy hero, uh, you know, Harry Potter, for gosh sakes, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, Richard Griffiths will be the other person, the only other person in the play. Yes, who is? I, so wait, I believe, I believe um, there might be... Uh, I think there might be like uh, one there was like one or two extras. Yeah, yeah, I mean like not, at the very beginning. But we're right. talking about 99% of this play is Dr. Dysart and mm-hmm. Alan Strang, who is the main, the main right. character of Equus. And, um, and he's a boy who blinds six stable horses. Mm-hmm. Um, in a fit of whatever nice. emotional, yeah, in a fit of we, you don't really know, and I'm not going to tell you until you see the play, but you do find out. Mm. But it's a spooky, it's a spooky, scary, it's it's it's, it's very deep, intense, psychological, twisted, dark. This is by Peter Schaffer, who is the same guy who wrote Amadeus, which was about mm, marvelous um, Mozart, yeah, Wolfgang, Amadeus, Amadeus. No, it's a that was a wonderful, wonderful. But he's, but this he's play is genius. very, yes, yes, he is. And, and, um, I actually met him and he came to 
to speak at our school, and he's he's really a an, an very interesting man. And this play is, I, again, I just I, I think people will be anxious to see Dan in this. I I would love to go to London to see him in this. I mean, and Richard Griffiths too, who is a Tony Award winning actor yeah. and just wonderful in History Boys, and just uh, wow, so. I'll bet, I'll bet 30 bucks that within one night of the opening um, night, there's going to be videos on YouTube. Oh, I'm positive. Uh, Darren so. darn guaranteed yeah. it. I'm positive. And that's, and that's sad because it's cheapening what really is a, a, a dramatic moment and a dramatic event. And it will just be cheapening because they will but, only I mean, take, much of- take the risque parts and put them online. I mean, certainly, how much of American culture? I don't. I can't speak much for British culture, but I mean, how much? What's the percentage of people who go to the theater who has a pre, uh, appreciation for culture and stuff like that? Not much, but sitcom crap television yeah, but audience today. Does that? But somebody like Daniel Radcliffe doing an important and really complex play like this are is the only thing that can make significant steps forward in helping more people go to the theater. So to see people sure. cheapen it is really, really sad. And so th- there, Harry Potter fans, you've heard me. If you go to see Dan Radcliffe and Equus and put some sort of out-of-context thing on YouTube, you got one podcaster angry at you. There. Yeah. You know, I mean... Guess he, which one? Right. Yeah. I mean... Well, I think which- two. So no, I, I just think I'll, it, I'll be deeply offended. No, I mean, and I, I think John is right. It's going to happen, which is very unfortunate because that is not actually one of the better, more riveting parts of the movie or the play, excuse me. And I just think it'll be sad that p- people will do that. And I, I think it unfortunately will. But really just, can you imagine that poor kid if the first night he gets like thirty people going woo? Seriously, because he is. How do you not freeze up yeah. and just be like, "Oh shoot, that was, this was a bad idea." Seriously, because he is putting it out there. I mean, yeah, there's n- literally, literally right. nothing. This show is about. I was like, it's really more about the psychologist, I think, mm-hmm. than the boy, no. and it's about the psychologist who just, just, just. We're gonna feel like a bunch of moaning myrtles out there. No, I mean, the yeah. psychologist basically takes. John. He's a child psychologist, and he basically like breaks these kids he he basically numbs them and sends them back to their parents just you know right. free of emotion or free you know and it's about the the patient who who sort of breaks him so it's a really wow. it's a really really intense experience and so potter fans try and try and try and understand that <laughs> go to the show have right. a little maturity just a little bit just a put little on bit. your mature hat and then go to the stage door and be all happy to meet dan Right. You know? yeah. Yes. Can you imagine? Just ask him to autograph your Polaroid of his. Stop that! No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I don't think he'd autograph. I don't think. I don't, think, I don't think that would happen. And I don't think you could sneak a Polaroid into the. <laughs> Can you the imagine? Theater. That's like the most noticeable form of photography. <laughs> <laughs> you click, and then it goes. And it slides out. And the, the and usher comes by, and you're like, "What? It what? Develop. It wasn't me." Yeah, this is just a tissue. This isn't anything. Okay, well, I, so <laughs> I, speaking of polar, uh, speaking of polarized, I did see P- some Eschers actually try and and grab the cameras at that Radio City Music Hall event. That little yeah, they little, did. Except yeah. they would come over and try to grab somebody's camera phone that wasn't making a flash or bothering anybody. But when right. everybody yeah. started flashing like crazy, then the Eschers were nowhere to be seen. I know. Well, I saw someone take pictures, and then Asha come over and be like, "Please stop taking pictures." They didn't take the camera. 
Wow. But they, they, but they were really, really. Of us take photos. Yeah. Well, we had an usher who came, who came by because we, we weren't taking yes. pictures. No. But there were people. No. But this usher came by and he was like, <sighs> he was yeah. just very, he was. he was just very, you know, <laughs> you gotta take that camera down. You're bothering people. I was like, whoa, man, mm-hmm. you gotta go, oh. you gotta go relax. It was Great. interesting. I mean, I was wearing my, just in case, I had my t-shirt from MuggleNet on just in case I got in trouble. <laughs> he did, know who to get did in trouble. not. I sure did. Was it underneath your shirt? It was. Oh. I was going to be like, hey, you know, I'm here because I'm working for the site. I you see. Take, you got a problem with me? You got a problem with them? Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was using a laser pointer on Joe for the duration oh, of the Yeah, man. smart. Okay, well, we have um, a lot of show to do. Speaking of the Radio City Music Hall, um, I was lucky enough to sit down with Lisa Holton, who is the president of Book Fairs and Trade and executive vice president of Scholastic Inc. So basically, she was heading the team that sponsored the Radio City Music Hall event with Joe Rowling. I've been you know, asking for it for a long time, just, just because we thought we'd like to hear from the Scholastic side mm-hmm. of things and how they why they sponsor this event and such. So why don't we go do that now? And when we come back, then we'll have a nice chat about our favorite moments from the last 50 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be so excited, guys. Time to put on our extendable ears. Listen in on Potter Talk from the people making the magic. So how are you doing? I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm okay, now that all the craziness is done. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? <laughs> oh, we had so much fun. What about you? Oh, it was it was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Well, I wanted to talk to you specifically because of that, because with a, an author, especially, sell out Radio City, and, and I think we're all in agreement that 75% of, of it was on J.K. Rowling's name, um, mm. you know, to have two nights at Radio City Music Hall for, for a reading. It's pretty extraordinary. It's it's beyond extraordinary, you know, and I think that probably I felt the same way that everybody else did sitting in that room, that the energy and the passion and the connection between readers and authors mm-hmm. was so electric that, um, you know, it was, it was interesting because the power of reading is actually a very private and personal relationship. And then when you get a room like that and you get us all together and you get that energy going, it was, it was, um, you know, really, really moving, actually. Yeah. Now, can you talk about the, the atmosphere inside um, Scholastic itself, preparing for something like this? It's not something you guys get to do often. But it's a privilege. I mean, it's exciting. It's nine million details that you have to take care of. And it's an adrenaline rush because not only are you... Um, you know, you're working really hard on something that you never dreamed that you'd get a chance to work on. I mean, how, you know, I can't think of any other job that would be better. Yeah. Now, you're you're fairly new to your to your role in Scholastic, correct? About a year. But, I, I've been in children's books for 20, I won't tell you exactly how many, <laughs> but over 20 years. Right. So how is this, how is this a departure for you? Well, it's a departure in that um, it's my first time at Scholastic. I've admired Scholastic for 20 plus years. And, um... It's the first time where every morning when I walk in the door, I walk into a door where there's an entire company where every single person is somehow engaged in thinking about kids and reading. And that is a very, very cool feeling. Were you a, were you a Potter fan before? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> in fact, um, 
I have a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. And, you know, as, as with many families, we started um, with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And uh, actually, my husband would read aloud uh, to my daughter before she could read them. And then we all read them together. And when I came and took this job, uh, even though I, of course, had read them since I'm an adult, I hadn't read them quite as many times as she had. And so she felt it important to give me supplementary material you know, uh, genealogies, maps, character descriptions, you know, certain salient plot points, just, just to make sure. Just to make sure. <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah. So that, did you get a chance to meet Joe during all this? Yep, absolutely. And can you just tell us a little bit about that? Well, I, you know, I think <laughs> I felt how exciting to be in the presence of a genius and to be uh, meeting one of pro- possibly my very favorite author. Right. And I think probably everyone in the audience um, felt like they were meeting J.K. Rowling because she, that's who she is, you know, as brilliant and funny and witty and real and down-to-earth um, as she was on those two evenings. That's, that's who she is. Yeah. And so what do you think? Do it again next year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know better than, any, than anyone else that uh, there's always something new, right? Right. Yep. And there's always surprises. Right. So we're all hoping. we'll never be done the same way twice. Yeah, we're all hoping that the next time there's a surprise, it comes in the form of, oh, I don't know, a title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Well, what do you think is next? I think the title's next. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting, I don't think she would have even broached the subject at Radio Music, Music Hall if we weren't close, you know? Mm. So, and with your, I'm curious, was your, uh, when you went into the event, what did you expect? And then, you know, how did it meet your expectations? How, how did it compare with your expectations? Oh, I thought it was great. It was, it was, um, I actually, and I said this at, at our, at our live podcast the other day was that, um, I really enjoyed the chance to see Stephen King and John Irving as well, because yeah. so many people are there for, for JK Rowling and don't realize that, Hey, these guys are funny and cool, you know? Absolutely. And I thought they were both in their own way. I mean, gosh, John Irving's reading with the Owen Meany voice. Wasn't that astounding. And somebody pointed out this morning who'd been there that if you thought about all the different ways that Stephen King described vomiting, it was really an exercise in creative writing. Right, right, right. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) We had that conversation at dinner last night. We were saying all the, (laughs) which is really not a conversation you should have at dinner, but. Right. um, Well, it's really great to talk to you. It's really great to talk to you. Thanks a lot, Lisa. And thanks for all your fantastic work. Oh, God. I really enjoy it. Thank you. It's, it's, it's awesome to hear that you that you read. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll listen. Take care. You'll listen now, too, because this will be on Pottercast. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. 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 This podcast is brought to you by the new hit series, Veronica Mars, Season 2, now on DVD. In the wealthy seaside community of Neptune, the rich and powerful make the rules. They own the town and the high school and desperately try to keep all their dirty little secrets hidden. Unfortunately for them, there is Veronica Mars. By day, Veronica is another senior at Neptune High School, but at night she helps with her father's private investigator business, solving the town's toughest mysteries. Discover Veronica Mars, Season 2, now on DVD. And we're back. We're back. What'd you guys think? Good? I liked it. She seems like a nice lady. She's a nice lady. We had a nice chat. She's got got a great job. I like that. She does, man. To work at Scholastic? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, we know somebody else who works at Scholastic who 
someone's hot with five yes, we t's. Do. five t's now did you i found a facebook group for hot t's <gasps> me uh, too i got invited to it i'm in it now it's hilarious it's called hot cheryl the myth the myth the woman the legend or something yeah no. and it's got a picture of her <laughs> so last night i cracked up i gotta send it to her i just keep forgetting so cool wow it's really awesome <laughs> anyway anyway this anyway. is all speaking of our favorite Pottercast moments that yeah, we're talking sense. about hot cheryl otherwise known as cheryl klein mm-hmm. the continuity editor on the harry potter books who's made her appearance here on Pottercast a and huge has splash in the family. written a bunch of filks and she's we, we went on, on tour with her around the country doing podcasts for scholastic which hopefully very soon you'll be able to get on itunes and all that junk so she makes the best sugar cookied uh golden snitches i tried one the other week awesome she uh, makes uh britta proud with her <laughs> recipes yeah cool britta britta from potter yeah. parties you remember britta oh britta yeah. from potter parties right okay because mm-hmm. because we because we should talk in riddles that people don't yeah. won't ever understand <laughs> that's right obscure okay. references come on <laughs> <laughs> jeez man jeez and crackers jeez man and crackers. okay oh my so. gosh so this, this, the rest of the show is going to be all about old podcasts. Old podcasts. This is great. So it's like mm-hmm. everybody who's never listened to it before gets this little recap of all like the fun moments. Well, there is one fun moment that, I mean, when we were coming up with these lists. Yeah. yeah. I had one that I knew immediately I needed to be on the, on the list of best podcast moments. Really? And Sue sent hers in. And John sent his in, and of course, this is right at the top. Right. And I think I think it's the moment when um, I was I was finally able to tell you guys that you had tickets to the premiere. Oh, oh yes! And I got I to thought, do it while we were recording. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Stuart Craig interview. Stuart Craig. Stuart Craig. Stuart. He was actually a very cool guy, but (laughs) (laughs) poor Stuart Craig. He doesn't know why we make fun of his name. Um, No, 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 no. This is when I got to tell you guys that we had two tickets to the premiere of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, and Sue made everybody listening deaf. That's right, I did. Oh man! Should I do it again? Just a second. No, we're going to play the clip in a second. Uh, Okay, Okay. and you can do it there. Okay, warning, warning. Put on earmuffs. Mm. Don't neglect your earmuffs, Neville. This is how Sue got her name. <laughs> Squeeing yes. Sue. This is all the way back, guys. Pottercast 10. Wow. Whoa. Wow. All the way 10. back. 10. Oh, 40 man. weeks ago. Pottercast 10. Everybody. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't take it anymore. I can't take the suspense. I, I, I know we're supposed Uh-oh. to talk about news right now. I know it. I know it. But I just got a phone call right this second from Warner Brothers. Oh, no. Oh, yeah? I've got some news for you guys. News. What kind of news? What? Well, um, you know that event on November 12th, you know, the premiere? How we said we were going to be inside and and, and going to it and reporting back and all that stuff? Um, Well, I'm not going to be going to the... (gasps) You're not going to play a premiere in New York. No, I'm not. I, I just, I can't. I can't go when we have two tickets and I want you guys to have them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You get to go? Yeah. Oh my god. Awesome. I, 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 hearing your voices right now is. (laughs) Oh. No way. I swear. No way. (laughs) Yes. Come on. Seriously? Yes, you guys are going to the Goblet of Fire premiere. Oh my god. (laughs) Breathe, breathe. 
I will be That's setting awesome. up for the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to be over oh at the God. Union Square, Barnes no. & Noble. Yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> to hear what you guys have to say about it. I, I, I just... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just... I can't believe <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I wanted to record telling you guys because I knew it would be this great. Oh, oh, oh I was so... That was, that was the awesome. worst fake laugh I've ever heard you do. That was not a fake laugh. That was such a fake laugh. Here it laugh. is. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> that was, that was I remember so bad. That. that was so fun. This is a real uh, laugh. That was so bad. That wasn't um, so bad. That was such a good clip. Terrible. You know, we should have the Wayne's World music between all these. Wayne's nah. I dig Wayne. <laughs> Alright, so serious, right, well, let's let's so, come back from the clip. Well what about John? John, what what was some of your favorite one mm-hmm. of your favorite bits from the past fifty weeks? Oh creamy. Um my favorite moments, jeez, let me think. Um well obviously the premiere moment was high up on my list. But um I love how we just talked about the lists we made and John is acting as though he's got a search in his memory right now. I know. Ooh, it's just such a such a long list of three things. Um, I remember not too long ago in our yet to be um, announced winner impersonation contest. <laughs> whoops. Yeah, whoops. whoops. Way back in Pottercast thirty eight, twelve weeks ago, which I think translates to three months, um, we had an entrant who could only be described as indescribable yeah <laughs> their impersonation of one mr dobby and his sheer joy at uh his freedom and when we heard that i, I don't know how this person hasn't already been declared the winner yet yeah <laughs> but that kid we laughed at that i think there's so much laughing that didn't even make the final cut there's of the show so, I know, I no so much why. i don't mean i don't know if anyone has figured out my humor yet but it's very random and very yeah, sarcastic, but mostly random, and that made me laugh harder than anything. Well, for some reason, it, it all of us we just lo- like oh. for some reason it was just universally funny. Funny. Yeah. We just, At the same moment, it was just we, <laughs> we had no idea what was funny about it. And I think <laughs> honestly, over the past fifty shows, that's pretty much defined a lot of the humor around here. We have sure. no idea why <laughs> it's funny, but yeah, it, but it, it just is. is. But it, it just is. totally is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh let's play uh this lovely clip for everybody here. Master has presented Dobby with clothes. Dobby is free. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea why that was so funny. That is <laughs> Dobby is free. Is free. We did. We had a live rendition of that with what a thousand people at the Barnes and Noble we, in New York. We did. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Well, I mean, we cannot ignore the uh, the YouTube video. Oh, no, that's right. That in the commentary, <laughs> Mr. Malfoy. Mr. Mr. Malfoy. Malfoy. <laughs> Why don't you prove it, Mr. Oh. Malfoy? Mr. Malfoy. Open it. Sue, Sue. Oh, but you're oh, talking right. about my a, favorite actor now, moment. aren't we? We've had a Sue moment. We've had a Sue favorite moment. Yeah. We've had a John favorite moment. Mm-hmm. I won a Melissa favorite moment. 
Okay, let's hear okay. it. Um, what was the uh, favorite what, moment? Let me tell you. Uh, and you found your cat dollish. Well, her name is Moochka, and th- that's not a podcast uh, moment. Her name is Moochka dollish. Moochka dollish is her name. Uh, yes, yes. My, one of my favorite moments comes all... I mean, it's just, it was a defining moment for the entire show. Okay. All the way back to episode four. Whoa. Wow. Four. Somebody did a research. And it is when John and I had the conversation about Luna Longbottom. Oh my god! Death Munchers, because that was the very moment that I knew that I would sooner die than not allow John than uh, than allow John to not be on this show. All right, <laughs> because I was trying to be all oh John about it, but no man, I was just cracking up inside. Well, it took a lot of convincing. I was really not keen to do the show. It didn't take that much convincing. Uh, no, I was like, why would I want to sit here with an hour and talk to you about Harry Potter? Well, in the Golly. beginning, he didn't want to do it. Then he, did, then he did a modcast and saw that there were fangirls to be had. and It's really all about the fangirls. It really is. I was just talking to Ben and Andrew about that. Now all with a broken nose. Oh, it's so... I, I, I mean, just hearing it, hearing it from Neville's mouth almost had me in tears. What? Does he fall down the stairs or something? Why the hell? John. What? No, I... Please tell me you're kidding. He gets elbowed by Hermione. <laughs> John! Stop talking about her boobs. John, your job is hanging on a line right now. <laughs> <laughs> tell me. <laughs> tell me you know why Neville's nose is broken in book yes. five. Yes, he gets, um, doesn't he get kicked in the face? Something like that. It was one of the bad guys. One of the bad guys. Where? Um. And uh, in the in the ministry. Okay. During during the fight, you get pitched by one of the death monsters. Everybody's John John's job has been saved. Yes. He hey. knows something about Harry Potter. I'm so relieved. Okay, I still stand by it. I still think that they were probably originally called death munchers until <laughs> she decided they weren't scary enough of a name. Right. Not mm. the notes of all Pergus or anything. No. 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 Okay. No. Her name was Death Munchers. It was, actually. Oh. She showed us in Harry Potter and me, she flashed us her notebook, and I can freeze frame, you will see huge Death Munchers in bold, italicized, uh-huh. underlined, strike through yeah. print. Yeah. <laughs> Every possible text decoration. Oh. All right. Well, Sue, I mean. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Death Munchers. I have. Speaking I have. Mm-hmm. There's one particular death muncher, though he's not a real uh, live death muncher. In real life, he's. Well, let's explain uh, a second. Here. Okay. Okay. We've done a lot of stuff here on Pottercast, and through mm-hmm. the collaboration with Mugglecast, we come up with these things that, that are now Muggle who? Muggle who? Mm-hmm. Muggle what? But but Muggle what? Back before we had Leaky Mug. These were still podcasts. We <laughs> so we did this big live show in New York, and we, they called it a podcast, and we called it a podcast, or some, I don't know. It ended up on both of us. And we were right. Something. And, <laughs> and, and we had just <sighs> come back from the premiere. Well, you mm-hmm. had just come back from the premiere that we just mentioned. Right. right. What? Oh, my know. goodness. 
and miracles happen, boys and girls. <laughs> and I got to meet Jason Isaacs. Oh my, oh my gosh. <sighs> and it was more than a meeting. We talked for like an hour. Oh, it was just the greatest moment for me. And John was so, we took my cell phone and then he took a picture of it with on the camera. And we, we, by the time we fought our way back through traffic, cause it was just a nightmare to get to the podcast cause we were late and. Oh, that was terrible. And I still, to this moment, to this day, thinking about holding up that cell phone and just realizing, sat down and realizing that I had actually met this man that I just, um, I admire his work. And I'm just, oh man, it was still the greatest moment. Meeting Jason Isaacs. Was, oh. <laughs> well, let's hear it. It was okay. It was okay. I, as I pass out. It was okay. Wait, no, 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 no. So, so, did you have an encounter with Jason Isaacs? Okay, everyone, I have proof. No! Miracles come true. I have Jason Isaacs. <laughs> not only did I meet him, I hugged him. Hey, talk him. to the mic. Oh, not only did I meet him, I hugged him and kissed him. So did I. Several times. I, I think at one point he grabbed her ass, but I could have been seeing that wrong. I might have been looking he at that. So cool. You guys, now listen, this is very true. He listens to Potter and Mogulcast. He listens to podcasts. Yeah, does he really? And so we're going to say, on the count of three, hi, Jason's, because he's going to listen to this. He's going to go home and listen to this. He oh. promised us. So here we go. One, two, three. Hi, Jason! Oh, that's nice. All right, yeah. Oh, that was very nice of you. That's really good. That was very nice. Oh, Jason. Oh, oh! But you know what? He listens to Pottercast, baby. He could be listening right yes. now. Jason, he does. He, he does. Yes. While he runs, no. while, while he jogs. That's right. Hi, Jason. I love you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Okay. There you go. There my, we go. Sorry. my favorite, my favorite Jason Isaacs related moment was the uh, was the uh, Jason slumber party. Yes. Oh, they're with, with Ray Rafe and Ralph. His brother's fourteen. or was it fifteen or was it thirteen? I don't remember. It was the the one. Bef- <laughs> it was the one when I was. I had to speak really quietly because my oh, my hosts right. I was staying with in London were were being were sleeping and I didn't want to wake them up. <laughs> yeah. And so what does John do? He comes out with the slumber party of Ray, Ralph, and Rafe, where I just almost <laughs> lost my lunch trying not oh, no. to laugh. <laughs> so that, that was. That, you know, that's that's the great thing about this. I mean, people actually, you know, will say to us, you know, what's it like when you guys record? I'm like, it's just we have these random conversations and it's just us, you know, talking and these things come out. And it's so much fun. I'd like to listen to it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just great for us. I mean. Oh, oh John. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, that's fun. One of my favorite avatars is that little, <laughs> oh, it was like a whole Flash movie. I know. Yeah, like, no, you call her. You call her. No. I, I dare you to call Sue. Yeah. It's like, no, no, I can't. <laughs> My hands all sweaty. <laughs> but, but, but John, I have to say, you come up with some some great stuff. I mean, you've you've come up with you know a lot of little catchphrases. I think for a lot of little things. No. Oh, a lot of little things, John. I, I think we have so. catchphrases. Yeah, and one certain theories too that are just always. <laughs> oh, I don't know which one are we talking about here. I don't now? know. No, it's up to you. We got two left. Uh, Two left. Got, <clears throat> well, let's think. Let's let's finally set the record straight on mm-hmm. something. Back back in the day, um, I think it was in the land of Pottercast Twenty Five. We decided to start something new where we would have some more fan responses in the show. And I think the topic of that week, the first week, was what did you think of some of the new casting of for these movies so far? 
And so that the deal was everybody just had to call and voicemail and what their favorite casting was. And I don't know what happened. I don't think we like like gave the right instruction or did it in enough time, but we didn't really have a whole lot of responses to play. So it's sitting there, you know, it's about go time mm-hmm. editing the show, and I'm sitting there with my pal Joseph back in Miami, and I'm like, Joe, we need to record some fan responses. <laughs> But uh, for the thing, so we have more to play. Like, isn't that lame? But that's what we did. And so she was like, okay. So I'm like, think about what your favorite your favorite new casting was. And he comes out <laughs> with this hilarious thing on Lily Evans being her favorite His favorite new casting was Lily Evans because um, it reminded him of Lily Evans from the book or something completely off the wall and ridiculous. So I'm cracking up. So I had to think of who I wanted to do. And I settled them on... Um, one of my now favorite characters, um, and a, a lovely Aura, who we'll meet in this next film. And I think I think we have to roll the clip, though. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we have to roll the right. clip. Hello, Pottercast. My name is Mike, and I think that my favorite new member of Harry Pottercast is... Dawlish the Auror from the book five because because I was just reading book five and I think this guy looks a lot like what I thought Dawlish would look like. Thanks, Pottercast. Love you. Show bye. Just thinking about it, so funny, cracks me up. That one voicemail has wrought is. It's hilarious because we didn't bring it up again for like eight more episodes. Right. I know. Because and people weren't somebody sure. Somebody said to us, was that John? Well, what I did is that I, I added a little <laughs> bit of filters to my voice just to try to disguise a little bit because that was back. I used to always add filters to my voice in the early, early Pottercast days. Mm-hmm. Like even the, even, the, even the beginning of the show, the Pottercast, that's my mm-hmm. voice, which is yeah. weird modulation to it. I don't know if anybody knew that that's even. True. But that's me in that too. And so I figured out, yeah, well, Tossed out that trick again for 25, and people, only a few people figured it out, and then it was just too funny to just let go, ignore it after that, and uh-huh. it's been part of Pottercast lore ever since. Awesome. Brilliant. Well, I was told people were disappointed that it didn't make it into the live cast enough. I, That's true. I quite apologize. I'm not upset about I that. Had, uh, <laughs> I had the, the death glare from Melissa going. So I had tired a very, of it, very small limit of dollishes. The world can always use a little dollish now and then. You know, okay. dollish is going to... I can't wait for when we come closer to this movie coming out. <laughs> and we get to go and, you know, if we're on the red carpet or wherever, that, wherever we are, we'll be, I'm sure, within uh, yells uh, distance of Mr. Uh, Leaf. That's how we say Richard his name. Richard Leaf, who's playing dollish. R- Richard Leaf, who's playing dollish, will certainly know he has some fans in the crowd. Yes, he will. That's putting it lightly. Okay. Uh, Oh, well, so much. <laughs> well, my next, my next favorite bit, mm-hmm. and I have so many. I have this whole list of extras that, I mean, we're just some of the random stuff before mm-hmm. I go to my next favorite. I mean, we had that time where we had Andrew do our ratings call, our our oh, vote right. for us for podcast alley stuff. Do you remember that? Where John oh, yeah. took every Andrew from MuggleCast's plea on MuggleCast for them for people to vote for them and changed every Muggle to Potter. So it was like, oh gosh, yeah, in the ratings. Vote for Potter cast on Podcast Alley. It was one of the funniest things I think we've ever done. That's one. Then, I mean, we've had 
Matt Lewis came on the show really oh. early on. We're talking about like episodes five, six, and seven, and he did an impression for us of right. Neville in the fifth book. He did "Don't Give It to Them, Harry," like him, Neville with his nose broken. Yeah. Um. So that I mean, that's some of the, some. I you know, and I realized last week. You know, we were at Lumos and we saw the Harry and the Potter's concert, oh, and they were awesome. Well, one of their songs that I saw performed, I couldn't figure out where I'd heard it before. I could not for the life of me. It was this really popular song of theirs about Ginny in the sixth book, and everybody flips out every time it's played, and I couldn't, I could not figure it out. While looking at old episodes, I figured it out. They debuted it. They made the world debut of this song on Pottercast, an episode five. Wow, that's I right. Had no idea. It was Whoa. a song about Ginny. Ginny Weasley, you're so dreamy. It was the recording of the first time they played that live was on Pottercast. Very cool. Awesome. So I had this whole like deja vu thing happening. I didn't even realize it was a Pottercast moment. Yeah. Very cool. See? But You're so dreamy. Ginny oh, they're excellent. Weasley. Well, they're awesome. So yeah. but anyway, one of my one of my really ultimate favorite things that I've ever gotten to do on Podcast was interview Arthur Levine. Yay. Yay, editor. Arthur. Oh. The editor of the Harry Potter books. Um, in, yeah. in America. And that was really journalistically. I mean, we, we talk about a lot about the jokes mm-hmm. and the, the goofing around right. that we do on podcasts, but yeah. a lot of the main thrust of podcast has been to present quality journalistic right. content, new content sure. on these shows. It's like a wild concept, but new content of, you know, adding actual new information besides speculation into mm-hmm. the Potter sphere. So new content on a podcast. Oh, God forbid. So Who does that nobody. Except Potter. So, so, but it's really, and I, and I say that with a lot of pride because it's, there's, there's been a lot of work Mm -hmm. (laughs) beyond the scenes putting this stuff together. Interviewing Arthur Levine was sort of a pinnacle, one of the pinnacles of my Harry Potter journalistic whatever. And during that interview, he talked about changing the title of book one, which we've never heard somebody talk about on the record from, from philosophers to sorcerers. I, I mean, not like it's that big of a secret, but we just never really had a real explanation. And also those extra lines in book six, which was a big fan question for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. to, to hear him talk about specifically those two things, but also so much else about the editing was just really, really, really gratifying to me. So I'd like to revisit that. Okay, dope. While I know what a philosopher's stone is, and many people, many probably many others do now, but particularly since uh, Harry Potter is such a big phenomenon that it's probably uh, induced many people to find out what a Philosopher's Stone is. Um, If you think about marketing a book, um, it is possible that someone hears Philosopher's Stone and thinks that it's a book about philosophy. So our idea was we would really like to make sure that the title of the book evokes in kids' minds the, the nature of the book itself. Yeah. So we're trying to make sure that, that in the general consumer's mind, they, they, they get what they think they're getting. Right. And we didn't think Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone was necessarily the best title. Well, there's a different connotation in England, right? When people hear Philosopher's Stone in England, you do get the Sorcerer's Stone implication. Is that correct? You know, that's possible, but it's also, you know, think about England. They, they're publishing a person, they paid 3,000 pounds. They, you know, 
their their own literary publisher, and their their goal um, is to just is to launch the book and launch the author. And it's really fine if they sell 300, 500 copies. You know, I'm making I'm making that number up. I think I think the a first one was about five hundred. Number yeah. of copies. Yeah. I know that they paid you know something like three thousand pounds. Um, so it's really fine if they if if they get a very small audience, that's all they're thinking they're going to get. Right. Now we, on the other hand, are thinking, well, actually, we think that there's a bigger audience for this particular book. How can we convey that? How can we convey the nature of the book? Um, so I went to went back to Joe. This is also, by the way, an extremely common occurrence in books that come from other countries that we say, is this the best title? It's also an extremely common occurrence for, for books that we originate. Okay. An author sends in a manuscript that has a given title. It's one of the favorite things for sales and marketing departments to discuss. Okay. Because it seems like a big thing, and if they can get the title that they want, then it gives them confidence going into the market, selling the book to booksellers, mm-hmm. etc. And giving the people who are selling the book confidence is an important part of a successful publishing effort. If you want to do that, if you can accomplish that while keeping the author happy, then you do it. It, it's only, it only makes sense. Yeah. So the next step is to, to go to the author because whatever you do, it's the author's book. Right. And she has to be happy with the title. So I went back to Joe and the I remember the conversation, what the title that I suggested was, how about Harry Potter and the School of Magic? Because mm-hmm. it seems like Hogwarts is a very important part of this. Right, especially that first year. Yeah. And she thought about it, and she said, well, you know, I don't, I don't you know, I'm not sure about that. Um, how about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? And I said, oh, Sorcerer's Stone, Okay. Dumbledore says to Draco, we can hide you, we can make Voldemort think you're dead, this is the reason that you should, and those lines aren't in the British edition, and there have been wild theories as to why this is, can you? Right. Yeah, you know, here's the thing, so we're human. Right. And, you know, we can can make an error like anyone else. And... No, not not scholastic. Yeah, you know, there's, we are, it's, it isn't a vast team, you know, of people making this book. It's just a few people. It's fewer than normal because uh, you know, because of the security issues um, with this book. And we are under, once the the manuscript is finished, Mm -hmm. we're under a great deal of pressure to to make the, the, to manufacture the book as quickly as possible. So, you know, we, we go through many, many, many um, production stages, and at each stage, um, things are proofread, and queries are run by Joe, and she makes decisions, she, may, she gets to read it, and make last minute decisions, oh, I, I, you know what, I actually think this paragraph is too long, it needs to be a little bit shorter, the scene is running too long, I want to cut this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And at that point, the 
British and American editions are running along parallel tracks. Right. In the manuscript stage, we're all in it, we're right in it together. It's me and Emma and Joe in a little <laughs> very small circle. But then, you know, as the books are starting to be manufactured, mm-hmm. other people you know, read the books, other people comment, questions are sent to Joe, she responds. We, we make the changes in both of the editions, um, and at the end, the books, you know, both come out. Well, it's, it's possible that some, somehow, you know, the production stage is due back in an hour, and lines that were supposed to be deleted mm-hmm. didn't get deleted. Right. But it's not something... That's what happened. It was yeah. a conspiracy. You know, we were supposed to delete those lines, just as right. we deleted other lines and commas and you know, things that, that um, the ultimate reader never sees. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, the error is obvious because it's, you know, it shows up, something different shows up in the British edition. Right. Um, but... There's nothing behind it other than the fact that, you know, oops, we goofed. Oh, good old Arthur. Did he, did he ever hear back then, Arthur? He didn't, but he does now. Oh, he yeah. does now. He's, he does. I, I probably wouldn't even recognize him. I heard oh. he's got like 15 inches of blonde, no. healthy locks. <laughs> but he ties <laughs> back in a bow. He does. A little like Lucius. Bow. We borrowed Jason's wig and there he goes. He did, Pam. Yeah. Well, Sue, so what about, what, what are some of your favorite other stuff? Oh, you know, I mean, you were talking about the journalistic things. I mean, I only, I don't get to do as many interviews as you, but I just, I enjoy, I enjoy that when we have guests on, I mean, for me, so that, that's an added bonus for us when we get these, these incredible guests on. And I, I really enjoy that. I mean, how could we have a hit show without talking about Chris Rankin? Right, exactly. I mean, he's just well, Chris marvelous. Rankin. Chris Rankin. I mean, I was just, although I think I deafened him too when I squeed in his ear, but. He's just a really, I mean, we've had Jamie on. I just, ah, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't talked to Chris in a while, have we? We haven't. He's yeah. our semi-regular, but he hasn't. He's yeah. been trotting around the country somewhere, the British countryside. But, yeah, he's a semi-regular around here. He plays Percy Weasley in the Harry Potter films. He, yeah. he Remember he hosted our, our game show that we had one of? Yes. Oh, episode two. Episode two he hosted. What, yeah. the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire soundtrack? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ABC. Things. Sorry, but um, yeah, he can't. But yeah. he's he's come for call-in shows at like four o'clock right. in the morning his time. He's mm-hmm. just put it out there for people because yes, he knows he people has. like to hear from him. So it's really totally. nice. Jamie, I mean, went through the whole Jimmy Whalen who plays Crab in the Harry Potter films, went through the whole recording process of recording his own voice yeah. and sending it in the whole thing <laughs> just so tremendous. that he could you know hang out with us as a host and not just as yeah. an interview. Yeah, really he's funny. fantastic. He's Jamie, awesome. what are you going to do with my pants? Whale it. Right, what will you do with my pants in this movie? Whale it. Right. Yeah. He doesn't have <laughs> Can't a watch. Yeah, I just I enjoy yeah. it. We've had so many, I mean, we've had so many amazing guests on, too. I mean, I, I'm a big, I'm, I'm no secret, I'm a big fan of the films. And, and it's just, I mean, we've just had this continually. And I hope that we, you know, we continue to do that, too. I mean, you talked about bringing new content. And I think. I, I like that. Totally. Well, there's plenty of I new mean, content coming. We're, we have Matt yes. Lewis is coming back very shortly. We're talking oh, next man. week, guys. Matt Lewis Yoo-hoo! coming back. All right. We'll talk all about movie force. five. And oh god, we we spoke to him about. I mean, guys, seriously, if you seriously, it's awesome. If you are interested in the movies at all, you need to listen to this interview because. Mm-hmm. I, 
I can't believe that we were able to um, read the entire script in under two hours. I know. It really was a stretch, but we got it. I, I personally enjoyed reading the Haggard lines. Uh, I do quite a good Haggard. Yeah. And all the details about the Dumbledore and Voldemort fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh my that gosh. was so fun. Just reading, reading all, like, the, all hmm. like, the, the, the notes. Hmm. Just, uh, oh, my gosh. It's great. Well, it really is a fantastic interview, and I just think people are going to be like, "Whoa, he really knows his Potter." That's the one thing I just oh, just he impressed he me so much. I was like, "Wow, you go." He does, and for the record, he only has five girlfriends now. Only five, not six. Only five, not six. <laughs> anyway, Sue, what's last on your list of, of um, favorite Pottercast moments? Well, I you may have heard that 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 we like music on this show, and I don't know. Music. Music. What's music. that? Music. That's greater than no. any magic we do here. Oh, we love music. Come on, babies, all of us. Here on podcast. Not at all. Not Certainly at all. none of us sing. No. Ever. No. Again. Ever. Oh yes, we do. do, do, do. Oh, no, I mean, we've had a lot of great music shows. Yes, we have. I love those Filks. You know, I never really understood Filks until I came into the Potter fandom, and it's just. To me, I just I, I'm I'm like humbled. I'm amazed at how cool the filks are. They're just we should explain that a filk is a parody of a song, mm-hmm. um, and people we've had entire shows dedicated to them. We had first we had a regular filk cast during with during with which Guru of Sloth became known to Yay. us. He sent us in I yearn 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 for Pottercast. and then he, he totally rocks. outdid himself for Christmas. He totally didn't he though. That is just, you know, I mean, that was one of my favorite times. I'm serious. When we, what was it? Well, when we were to, when we were trying to record our little Christmas song, our little Christmas oh, song, the, the podcast Christmas song. Yes. Christmas oh, here. that was here. a lot of fun. But also, right before that, we got to hear him oh, yes. do his his awesome creation, the Pottercast oh. song to Adam. It's Pat- brilliant. Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. It's I really awesome. Want to read, I mean, I really want to yes. read with that because. Oh. Yeah, let's play it now. Play it, play it now because it's so good, and they're just all the music so good. So play, play it, Maestro. Thank God it's here at last. This week's podcast. I hope it downloads fast. A brand new podcast. Harry Potter is a great series of books. How come when I wear my robe in public, get such funny looks? If you feel like the only one around who hangs out on the key, here's a list of people who love Potter, just like you and me. Melissa Anelli is known as the big cheese. You better treat her right, or Vito will take out both your knees. When you want your Potter news, demand that it's the Susiest. That's just how we roll in Sue's Spider nervingly excitable enthusiasts. Squee! Then there's that other guy. I think his name's John Noe. He's not really popular. But they still let him on the show You don't need to try to learn the words of 
by yourselves when you can read the transcripts tap to buy the leaky elves they're awesome so play with your pet ottercast it's time to hear some pottercast visit drama mottercast while listening to pottercast emerson sparks not from leaky But Asphodel Wormwood is, and we love to hear her speaky. All the mods are great, yes they're better than Bob Barker. But can someone please explain why their names all end with M. Parker? Kristen answers voicemails, and Darcy interviews the fans. After all, we are much cooler than some kids named Emma and Dan. Michael Camden doesn't, but I really think he oughta. So grab yourself some tasty snacks. It's time for the Pottercast. Even an Undertowercast can't be the Pottercast. I heard Jason Isaacs listens to Pottercast. The song is over now at last. Have a happy, 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 happy Pottercast. Happy Pottercast. Thank God it's here at last. This yes, week's podcast. Oh, I hope it does. All the Christmas songs were amazing. I'd still listen to that Christmas cast with one noticeable exception. Oh, and, and just, oh, come on, you. Very happy. No, it makes come me very happy, that, that show. That show made me very, very You know what? Show. It was the awesome. whole show. whole it show, except for one. Not omitting bit. anything. Except for one little bit. Um, hey, you know, I think we did did fairly well this past time we sang it. You know, I think we did fairly well. Well, what we're what we're talking about, if you're new to the show, John and I recorded a little film to um, maybe it's cold outside, but it's Voldemort outside. Yeah, written by Hot Cheryl. Hot Cheryl. And I only did it because we couldn't find somebody to sing it with John, and John convinced me, and so I said it would be fine. And I really wasn't embarrassed when it went up. Everybody was very supportive, and then. I got a Christmas surprise <sighs> when I discovered that the MuggleCast boys had actually, as a joke, yeah, put but, it in their but, show. But really, who cares? It's but not really like they made cares. fun of us. But really, who cares? Because we, we had a great time. We sang it at Lumos. Um, and, you know, it was great. I mean, God, guys, yeah. if, if you had told me that Pottercast would lead to my singing and in front of <laughs> many tens of thousands of people, I would have laughed. Quite. Okay, so we, we have one more to do? We have John's to yet to do, or are we... Oh, two we're more. Seven. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. John. Can we talk mis- our favorite. Two more of our favorite moments. Two mm-hmm. more favorite moments. What we got? Um, all of them. <laughs> the, the man, the thing, the it, the creature uh-huh. that has now found his way onto t-shirts and stickers alike. And buttons. Uh-huh. And buttons Always seen all buttons. across all across uh, Lumos. Mm-hmm. The one and only Mr. Blood. Mr. Mm-hmm. Blood! Which I still stand by 100%. I'm waiting for the band. The actual the key to book <laughs> seven. band, Mr. Blood. Mr. He is Blood the key and the to book seven. He is the key to book seven. Yes. He's the mystic kettle of Knackledirk. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know, actually, I think it'll be important, but I'm starting to think it's not as important as other things. Like, oh. but uh, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if it's the, the, that episode to really get into that again. 
All right. Well, but, um, we'll do that on a future canon conundrums. But there I was an episode where we were trying to puzzle out yes. the situation about Harry's blood, right? Harry's blood and how Voldemort has Harry's blood and no other blood in him. And something weird happened. And we yeah. call it we call it Mr. Blood. Here he comes. They're sharing the same blood now. You can't one can't live. No, they're not sharing the same blood. Harry doesn't have Voldemort's blood. Voldemort has Harry's exactly. blood. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't mean Harry has his. So if Voldemort dies, it's yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Voldemort has it, blood Voldemort's- that's his own. Harry does not have his. Harry Harry, Harry is all has Harry. Voldemort- Voldemort's current blood. No, he doesn't. The blood that runs through Voldemort's veins is the same blood as Harry's. You're a lunatic. What? Voldemort is They're mutually exclusive. You no. cannot have one and not the other. Voldemort has Voldemort and Harry. Harry has just Harry. Voldemort had blood when he was that little baby thing. He just now also has Harry's. No, you can't have two different bloods. It can, be like, it can mix and make a super blood. I don't know. <laughs> You're not making cocktails. This is one blood or the other. I don't think so. I don't no. think so. I agree. There's no Voldemort does not. Harry does not possess Voldemort's blood. He has his. I didn't his, say that. That's, I'm saying that they are sharing the same blood. It's the same blood. If we want to give Hello? Harry's blood a name, okay, wait, okay, let, wait. let's call Harry's blood Mr. Blood, okay? <laughs> Harry's blood is, is Mr. Blood, and Voldemort has Mr. Blood. They both have Mr. Blood. No! Voldemort existed with his own blood before Harry's was added to his. We How don't... do you know that it was even blood? He was a ghost-looking thing. No, he was, but, he, he, but he was solid. He, he was a body. He had blood. Solid from what? I don't it know. his body. But it had blood in it. It was, blob, but he it was, was like a, probably a, some kind of snaky thing. So then he has him. This is like a classic awesome. moment. I know, it really was a classic, classic moment. <laughs> I think that probably the part of that that's probably my favorite is Mr. Blood, uh, Harry's blood not being a. Uh, we're not making, we're cocktails. making cocktails. Right. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> great line. <laughs> and like all other fun podcast moments, there's another flash video for that. And yeah. <laughs> someone has a, a thing of Dumbledore holding up his little chalice. Yeah. At that at that point. That's right. Right. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, well, man. one of the uh, my my last favorite, um mm-hmm. like all the best Pottercast moments, this occurred at four o'clock in the morning when we didn't have time to do it, but John and I just started oh, started doing something and it, we just couldn't stop. So yeah. and I swear I still get comments about this. Mm-hmm. I yeah. still hear that people are laughing about it. I listened back to it and I and I started laughing. This uh, what I'm talking about, of course, the infamous interview with Voldemort <laughs> that appeared <laughs> in Pottercast seventeen. This occurred because it was I mean, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning, and John said, Hey, you know what would be funny? We don't have an extendable ears this week, so what if, like, you you interviewed Voldemort? And I'm like, okay, sure. Ray finds, sure, I can go get an interview with her. He's like, no, no, no. You're going to interview Voldemort. And I went, (laughs) ah. And so John starts writing the script. I start rewriting the script. And sure enough, in about... Well, that's what happens. You don't collaborate. And so, you know, we went back and forth and back and forth. And we finally hit on it. And we recorded it. Could not stop laughing. Oh, it was so freaking funny. Well, we recorded it. And I I think we should just play the whole thing. Welcome to Extendable Ears, everyone. We're excited and pleased to have with us this week someone whose work you are all very familiar with and 
If you aren't, you will be soon. We'd love to tell you who he is, but our contract says that we can't name him, and we don't mess with this kind of contract. Everyone say hello to the Master of Darkness, he who must not be named. Welcome, my friend. Yes, welcome, Mr. Dark Lord. I'd introduce you, but word has it you're almost as famous as me these days. <laughs> Don't be silly. I'm not nearly as popular as you are. I confess myself disappointed. Yeah, well, me too. What you gonna do? Still, you have proved yourself useful these past few months. Well, thanks, Voldy. We've been working really hard these days with the show and Leaky and the rest. We've been trying to get you here for ages. Not one of you tried to find me. Hey, come on, not fair. Your agents are not the easiest people to work with, especially that blonde one. And I've had a lot on my plate. I moved to a new apartment. And, and speaking of popular, none of, your new, none of your people even returned my calls. I had to go through back channels. And if there had been any indication that you were interested... There were signs, my friend. Well, when you put it that way, sure. I'm, well, we probably just got our signals crossed. John's been in charge of the inbox lately, and, well... Well, you know John. Such a handsome boy. Oh, God, not you two. So listen, have you seen the latest film documenting your your uh, efforts against Mr. Potter? Only yesterday. Oh, really? What did you think? I confess myself disappointed. Well, I thought they did a pretty fair job of, of staying true to what happened. Out of fear, not loyalty. Out of fear? But but the story, it's, it's so legendary. How lies have fed your legend. Shall I reveal what really happened? Why, yes, please do. It was love. Uh, love? It was old magic. Something I should have foreseen. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, I'd almost forgotten you were here. And yet, you stand before me. Uh, yeah. As though it were only yesterday. I think maybe you've confused me with somebody else. No matter, no matter. Things have change. I could touch you now. No, 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 dude, no, 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 come on. Come on now. None of that, no touching. The niceties must be observed. No, 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 dude, no, no, no. No matter, no matter. I'm going to destroy you, you filthy muggle. Hey, come on. No one will ever again question my powers. But this is our show. No matter. You're our guest. I'm going to kill you. I don't think so, Sonny. Crucio! Crucio! <laughs> Look at him go. Are you okay, Melissa? I am now. God, thanks, John. What was that all about? I don't know. His ego, you know. You know how he gets. I mean, that was just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me? <laughs> I'm uh, glad he's gone, though. Thanks for coming around. Yeah, it's, it's a good thing he ran away like that. He's Little girl. Definitely not Gryffindor. Well, let's get out of here. Maybe it's time for, like, the mail or something. I need... Yeah, well, that was a good idea, anyway. Maybe uh, next time we can get somebody else who won't be so violent. Well, we'll try for Harry. Yeah, maybe maybe we can get Harry next time around. Okay. But yeah, we better get to the mail. Oh, but this this was so well done. It was so <laughs> Why well done. Why haven't we done more of these? Because we oh, We to, actually we... have all of the Ron material already on one file. But we could do a Ron interview at any the time. The effort involved in actually scripting it was really and getting all the clips yeah. right. And you know the the funny thing about that was that we we technically shouldn't have been able to get those clips. 
Right, um, I know. At that time. Yeah, well, no one got to know about it. Yeah. It could be our milk. Our little secret. But, um, no, No milk so. will ever be our milk. Anyway, that that was a great time. We are going to do more of those, but I don't think anything's going to top. No, 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 no. Oh, well, we have to, have to shoot. We have to shoot for the stars. Shoot for the stars. No, dude, no touchy. No, no, no. That was the first. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. At least the first time we really noticed it. Yeah. Well, um, I have a couple of other little things. Do you remember the reader who who decided that he would show John up, and since John wouldn't sing Bohemian Rhapsody, he called in <laughs> and left right. the entire thing on a voicemail? Oh my That's god, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then, I mean, we have other other musical stuff. We have the Chamber of Backbeats. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh dear, we are in trouble. This is going to be fun to do the show notes for this episode. There's going to be all kinds yeah. of things to link to. We had the biscuit stuff. I biscuit you. Yeah. Oh, Lori. Oh, yeah, that stuff is brilliant. Yeah. Oh. Well, see, my problem is most a lot of like private things that actually, or some get in and some do not, are like the laughter. We actually just really have a good time a lot of times. And it gets cut out. And with, a lot of them are the outtakes. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And without oh, the outtakes. We do such a good job pretending that we're having fun doing this. No. We, Seriously, we you only ever hear about a tenth of our laughter while we do these. <laughs> yeah. really do and even when you consider how much sue laughs during a general show mm-hmm. yeah. think about how much she laughs sue, sue laughs at herself eating breakfast in the morning <laughs> no. she, she could pour too many cheerios and she could be laughing for captain an hour captain crunch baby come on oh captain, captain crunch, crunch that stuff is oh my gosh crunch. i poured so much captain crunch <laughs> <laughs> no i don't eat that but oh we just have so much fun we genuinely guys, really do and it's just what's funny is that this this wasn't what it, we intended Pottercast to be. Yeah. No, yeah. it was all proper, serious. <laughs> wore a bow tie to the <laughs> no, bow tie. Well, we weren't going to do the, the, the this fool around thing, and no, we, that was safe for another show. Yeah, we were gonna, yeah we were going to just 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 I muggle present, you know, present it. But something happened when the three of us got together, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm really um the, the, I'm really the stars glad aligned and the. No, the first time we all recorded together, we just sort of hung up and like when we were done, we were just like, "Huh, that worked," you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, fifty great episodes. Oh yep. my god! So here's the fifty we more, kids. Yes, we can. We can do uh, it. Which, come on. At what point did the drums turn on? Oh, when did the drums come on? Ooh, I let's, think they should come on. on right now. Let's let's do a little magic. We have to, have to actually invoke the drums incantation. Okay, ready? What is the incantation for the drums? Focus drumicus. Focus Drumicus? Drumicus. Boomerora. I don't know. Bum, bombarda drums. Bum, bum, bombarda bum, drum. bum, bum. It's the bum bum bum, bum 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 spell. Bombarda drums. Bombarda? Those are, those bombarda are drums that drums. explode. <laughs> well, these drums are exploding, <laughs> popping on the screens near you. The, and now, this is now we know why Joe does not consult us for spell making. That's close, so we should call it. I think yeah. the drums have been on by now. The drums are probably on by now. Wait, no, wait, ready? Wait, here we go. Ready? One, two, three, bombard drums. I don't like bombard One. Drums. What the? Okay, you do your own darn incantation. Okay. <laughs> you call the call things what you want. I call it Dalish, you call it Mushka. I call it bombard drums, you call it something else stupid. Well, bombard it. Okay. Sure. All right, fine. ready? One, two, three. Bombarded, bombarded drums! There they are. There they are. Yay. Hi, drums. Yay. The drums are another, are another podcaster here. 
They are. They're like they part of the family, but well, part of the family that are about ready to get a uh, uh, big celebrity makeover for. Yeah, I think, guys, there are some changes coming to podcasts. There are some changes, some fun changes um, that you will all like. Yeah. Just to keep it fresh. Yeah, we're going to spruce some things up, change some things around, kick some things we're, around, do some feng shui on the place. Yeah, we're sending the drums to the par- to the the beauty beauty parlor. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna come getting back. Getting some tambourines. curlers put in. Getting some curlers put they're in. They're gonna come back tambourines. Getting its nails done. With little shaky yeah. silver things. No, they're gonna come back like a bunch of rock stars. Lamb baby. Or tambourines. Yeah, we're gonna be Josie and the Pussycats are gonna put together some new drums. <laughs> Jose and the Craftsmasters. <laughs> Jose. Jose is our craft lady on Jose. Leaky, and we met her at Lumosin in New York, and she's just awesome. <laughs> See, this woman, she this, this girl could pick up like like a rock from the street and a pencil yeah. from a store and make you a time warp machine. She's amazing. She's awesome. But anyway, no, we have some changes coming. Some changes to the beginning. Some changes to the middle. Some changes to the end. Basically changes all up and down. Well, Everything changes everywhere. Well, you know what's never going to change. But I confess myself disappointed. disappointed. No, that should never change. Oh. Well, that and will always be in the show. That and now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Of course, all of that shall. And of course, the just go. You're wasting, You're wasting time. time. But we do have a lot of fun coming, and and it's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. I and, cannot wait. Hey, cannot if you like this show and you'd like to see us do another live show in, in on the West Coast, then we we ask West for Coast. your support again because we never have done yes. that before. Of course, as always, vote for us on Podcast Alley. That would be awesome. But this month, if you got to choose, no, we one don't thing give a darn about it. To vote for, don't worry about it. Vote for us for the Podcast Awards now. We've been nominated. This is the interesting thing. Remember that what we asked you to nominate us in the culture arts category as well as the People's Choice? Well, you guys did so well that they put us in the People's Choice category and the entertainment category. All those jerks. Well, I, don't, I just don't get it because I don't really understand. I don't think there's any way we didn't get towards more for the arts category than we did for entertainment. Yes. I don't understand. But that's where we are. MuggleCast is also in both of these categories. So what we're going to do is instead of splitting our vote and having everybody vote, blah, 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 we're going to have everybody vote for MuggleCast for the People's Choice and for PotterCast for entertainment. And if this little dastardly plan succeeds, then we will all head to California, go to the Podcast Awards, and do a live podcast as well in Los Angeles. Yes, we really, 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 really want to go out there. Yes. Yes. Because it's September... It'll be nice and warm out there. Yes, it'll be a blast, and you'll all come out, and we'll have just an excellent time meeting all of our West Coast fans, Mm -hmm. and it will be lovely. So do that. Please do some voting. And if you call your Aunt Mildred and be like, Mildred, it's a computer. You use an email address, and that's Pottercast, and you can vote for them. Mildred's going to be like, what? Just Mildred. It's all right. Powdercast. And if you haven't, and if you haven't ever done that, because maybe you live in the UK and you think, oh, that doesn't that doesn't matter for me. No, it does matter for you because the more live podcasts we do, the more chance we will get to come over and do one in, say, the UK, in oh. I don't know Australia, in I don't know. But the more support you show for these shows, Ooh, we, and we can go see our friend Erica from Australia. Oh, 
Wait, then is Erica not the Erica, actually, doctor? Erica from Australia has been Erica. helping my sister out. My sister's going to be spending six months in Australia. Oh, my God. And she's really? doing a semester, and Erica has been helping my sister figure it out. My sister, who was at the left podcast. Hufflepuff Erica made me almost vomit with her Vegemite. She's rocking. She gave me a thing of Vegemite that was not a funny joke. No, she gave me some awesome chocolate from Australia that I'm going to have my sister bring home in cartons. Oh, no fair. Oh, so good. You You had chocolate. I got Vegemite. I I don't recall. Mm. I got a little kangaroo from... Oh, yeah, (laughs) the cute kangas. I love... But okay, cool. So vote. The premise is here. Yeah, vote, vote, vote. I know you're all gonna be like listen to that, and you're gonna be like, oh god, they're saying vote again. Just hurry up and get on to something else. I'm not gonna vote. Why would I want to be bothered to go on our website and do something? But seriously though, this will be. It's so easy, and it's not on podcast.com this time because they don't want you to do that. But it's just podcastawards.com it's yep. just an easy web address too you can do it while you're still listening it's okay you just pop on there just give us a vote you don't have to do it once every day if you don't want to just once would be cool yeah. but you can just, do but it the once more you can every do it, the better. hours and then we'll happen once you every can once every 24 hours. hours if you want mm-hmm. yeah so it'd be awesome and then we'll plan a totally fun podcast out there and it'll be great but if you don't vote we can't go out there and then that makes everybody sad pandas so if you don't want to have sand pandas, Pat panda. you have to vote. On that note, I'm going to be a sad panda. Because the show's You've over. You've been sad panda? Aw, sad. That was a good show. That was a good clip show. Awesome that was show. fun. A lot of fun going back over this. I think show. every every show should be a clip show. Okay, from now on. that works with me. <laughs> and then we'll, then, we'll, then we'll eventually do a clip show of the clip shows. <laughs> be like... This is from Clip Show. Oh, God, if we're going to do 250 darn podcasts, wow. we how many of those are going to have to be Clip Shows? <laughs> they are going to have I mean, to be geez. Clip Shows. Oh, sure. I, I'm surprised we didn't mention our DVD commentaries as part of oh, our... Oh, my gosh, we didn't mention... The, oh, we and you know, we didn't mention the impression contests. Oh, yeah, we, did. oh we, did. we did. We did. We did. Dobby is free. That's right. Dobby is free. We DVD Dobby... commentaries when you said that, that Neville was dealing weed. Oh, oh that was a great line. As a fondness. <laughs> For the weed. <laughs> for the gillyweed. For the gillyweed. Wow. Here, stop me some gilly. Just go. You're Thanks, wasting Harry. time. So, well, all right. All right, guys. Well, 50 more to come and lots up. many more memories to make. And it's been Absolutely. an awesome, awesome, awesome year so far. And it's been unreal. Yeah. We'll see you soon. All right. Yeah. Bye, yeah. Sue. Bye, John. Bye, Mel. Bye, Bye, Bye. Bye, John. Bye, Oh, and about time too. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. Very British. Hey. <laughs> that sounds like a little like Scottish man. <laughs> or a little rogue pirate. I've come to bid on your black family tree. Dude, <laughs> I'm speechless. Why does everybody always laugh when I say that? What was that? That was like Scottish pirate. <laughs> that was, uh, oh, what's his name? The Patty O'Brien, ex Irish assassin. <laughs> Some awesome powers. That's my alter ego, yes. <laughs>
<laughs> a superstitious really... man leaves a small charm from his bracelet on every victim he kills. Scotland Yard would love to get their hands on that bit of evidence. I, they always have to me lucky charms. But the magically delicious. All right. It's a television okay. commercial okay. with the little okay. cartoon leprechaun. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. And all the little kids trying to chase him. Let's move he on. Says, yeah, leprechaun man, leprechaun man. Let me get you lucky charms. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> on. Oh my god. <laughs> John, Maybe. no way. Right. Scottish we'll man of on. mystery. <laughs> All right. Can we go do the show, please? 25 minutes in, on to move on to the rest of the show. Yes. Sue's dead. He doesn't go through to jail. Bail, John. (laughs) Do not pass your boat. Do not pass your boat, Lane. Do not collect your 200 burritos. God. (laughs) Chipotle Monopoly. That would be okay. the most ridiculous fan challenge. You all have just gone around the bend at this point. <laughs> Kristen, we have, Kristen, this is every week. <laughs> okay, okay. Can okay, you see the okay, little okay, burritos okay, moving okay. around the board? <laughs> okay, can, we, can I get the blues, blues people in here, please? All right. Blues, blues. Come here, blue. Blues, blues. It's your cue. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. I can't breathe. <sighs> There's somebody down the hall coming out of their apartment right now, and I think they're coming to see if I'm alright. <laughs> I just have like little stops along the way. Little, little taco, little like, yo, get some more lettuce. <laughs> Go back through spaces. <laughs> they put the wrong meat in your burrito. Free parking is salsa. Go back. <laughs> Free parking is like extra helpings of salsa and guacamole. <laughs> God. <laughs> you put on too much hot sauce. Go back. And the railroads are the type of are the type of tortillas. So they yeah. can be like hard taco tortillas, or they can be soft wheat oh. tortillas. Oh, or, don't even blast me. There's only, there's only one kind of tortilla. <laughs> oh. We've lost Sue. She's gone. <laughs> Welcome everybody. <laughs> Why can't I do this? I can because I can hear these people in the background. Yes. These drunk people going. Whoa! Yeah, That's they why. Are, they are screaming at an opportune time. <laughs> <sighs> I have it on two, for God's sake. If I put it on one, you can hear the whole damn county oh, party. Okay, Talk okay. about the party house. It's the- <laughs> <sighs> it's like a bunch of Hufflepuffs over That's here. That's right. Rock on. Woohoo. Four right, minutes, though. 12 Jules, seconds. We haven't even wasted. started. I know. <laughs> okay. You should rent the movie Three Men and a Baby, and you'll know what I mean. That's right. You should rent the movie Three Men and a Dollish. <laughs> Scary thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, doesn't that sounds like an adult film? <laughs> I wanted so bad not to laugh at that. I tried. <laughs> gets me in trouble. <laughs> okay, okay. Stop it! You're gonna make me have the giggles again. Okay. okay. <laughs> Peanut brittle. Peanut brittle. 
peanut, peanut brittle. brittle. John, no, John your brain needs to be studied for science, I swear. Hey, you leave me alone. You study your own science. Peanut, peanut brittle. No, we And Sue turns it into a song. I swear to God, I don't know where I am some days. Okay, dokie. Um, the internet is really, really great. Or Pottercast. Got <laughs> a fast connection, so I don't have to wait. Or Pottercast. It comes every Sunday night. Or Pottercast. You can listen to Zoom as a jet. Or Pottercast. Or Pottercast. Like a uh, surfing. It's like it's going by in about ten minutes. It's Pottercast, and it's about an hour. <laughs> Hilarious! <laughs> really not what the song says. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. <laughs>